0: Podcast is brought to you by ACN, your source for the latest news in
1: gaming, movies, and entertainment. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, funky listeners to yeah, yeah. another episode of Funk Radio. We've been gone for what seems like forever, but now we're back. We <laughs> had a small stint in a drug rehab facility.
0: Funk rehab.
1: I am also a habitual liar. <laughs>
0: we'll see, we had so much funk from a 100 episodes that yeah. we had to go into rehab and take us down to, to yeah. regular levels.
1: We basically OD'd on the funk. I could just see, I could just see myself like crushing up like James Brown records and snorting them. Oh God! And then the vinyl shreds my insides.
0: That sounds awful. And then well, I, Good thing we went to rehab. And then
1: I poop out a cassette tape. But it's well, all. That's tang- how it works. But it's all tangled, so I have to put a pen in the thing and rewind it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back,
1: <laughs> right? I miss these conversations.
0: Um. Did we already introduce ourselves?
1: No. Or, or, or. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and for those of you that forgot, because it's been about a month, uh, my yeah. name is Kyle.
0: And my name's Peter. I mean, has this been our longest I think hiatus so. since? Because I know we've had a few that have uh, been it's, pretty
1: long. If, if not our longest, it's pretty close. We haven't done one since uh, the end of September, so yeah, full month.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: It's okay. October is time for candy. And we, we have can. to set aside the funk for sugar.
0: <laughs> we have to take a whole month break because candy. Because diabetes. That sounds like us. God. Um. So, what have you been up? I'm, I've I've been doing my other podcast, but I don't know what you've been up to, Kyle.
1: Um. Just work and celebrating candy. the birth of the Lord Pumpkinhead.
0: <laughs> you mean your dad?
1: What <laughs> that too? <laughs> I thought
0: that's where you were going.
1: No, I was trying to. I was trying to tie in birthday. Halloween with religiousness. Oh, uh, I, th- I
0: thought you were going like towards your dad's birthday, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> no, Pumpkin King, <laughs> the Lord. <laughs>
1: Secretly, they're tied together because my my because he is the Pumpkin King. Good to know. He's seven feet tall and slender. <laughs> Um. So the,
0: uh, we should probably get on topic.
1: Do now. we have to? Um, okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, what we attempted, what we're attempting to talk about tonight, is it. It is nighttime right now for us. Is um, talking about funk and soul artists that in their later years have, um, exponentially increased in size. <laughs> we don't know how we came up with this topic. <laughs> I think we were just noting. Like, in our heads, like, wow, a lot of soul and funk artists in their later years, either whether or not they're still popular or retired, gained a very significant amount of weight due to just general old age or inherent diseases or diabetes or whatever it may be. And we found it was kind of a common thread. So we wanted to discuss some artists that we noticed...
0: gained. Only we would do this.
1: Right? that we noticed gained, um, some rotundedness, I made up a word, Hmm. um, and we just jotted some down, we're kind of winging it tonight, because research is for smart people, um, so we, we got a few artists in mind that we're going to talk about, um, what's the first one that came to your mind, Peter?
0: Um, so we'll see, (laughs) I feel terrible about this
1: whole conversation. I, I, I'm but, pretty sure all of their lawyers are going to be contacting us for like libel or something, or slander, or whatever it is.
0: Speaking of which, um, this is completely not having to do anything with fat people, but um, I heard that um, the the Marvin Gaye family slash... Oh uh, yeah,
1: whatever happened with that?
0: Their, the first part of their trial just happened, I think, awesome. with the... What's his name? Oh, God, it's been oh. so long since I've talked about this uh, show. Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke, yeah. He and Pharrell went to court with the family, and. Please tell um, me wore the hat. They tried to, like. uh, Appeal or whatever it is. They're like. They tried to, like, say, hey, can we actually, like, not do this? Get it thrown out. Marvin Gaye's family said no. So they're.
1: Yeah, they tried to have the case thrown out. I forgot what that's called in litigious terms.
0: Yeah. So, uh. It's still gonna happen. So we'll see if they get in trouble for copying. Marvin Gaye's famous song. Now, what uh, I want to know got to give it up.
1: Dogs. What I want to know is, is this gonna end up on Night Court? <laughs> Even though it got canceled 25 years ago.
0: <laughs> you know what we should do? We should have a segment of our show called Funk Court,
1: <laughs> <laughs> where we settle we settle debates like this. But we like, I just imagine like James Brown in a court robe, court- or judges robes. <laughs> Although he did wear robes in the Blues Brothers as a reverend, and he kind of looked like a judge. I'll rise
0: for Judge Funk.
1: Do you swear to tell the Funk the whole Funk and nothing but the Funk? <laughs> isn't that- wait, isn't that that's really actually a similar line. to a Parliament line?
0: That- that is- Oh my um, god!
1: Tie in! And I that's didn't even intend it. Oh my god, I thought you funny. meant
0: that. Um, no,
1: I'm just that stupidly smart.
0: I don't remember which <laughs> Parliament song it's funk,
1: from, but- Funk, nothing but oh. The Funk. Oh god, what is that?
0: Um... I think it's "One Nation Under a Groove."
1: Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. You're it's right. A good song. Good stuff. I have that on vinyl, actually.
0: Oh yeah. So Stevie Wonder. Um yes. He's one of the people who came to mind when you know you brought this mm-hmm. idea of uh, people who got larger and well, see, when they were popular, they were large in, in one sense.
1: Larger than and, life. Yeah.
0: And then they get large in a different sense. Mm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about Stevie Wonder so many times on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you don't, don't know who he is.
1: I think the song we should probably mention with this is Fingertips Part 2, because that's the first song that ever became popular. So if you happen to look that up, you'll see exactly how skinny he used to be.
0: Hmm, okay. Um, also, now. when you're fat and you're eating, like, McDonald's, you'll be licking your fingertips god darn it peter
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so maybe best we should best tie-in ever i think we should have either a tie-in of some kind like that or the songs like the name should be a pun on this topic
1: but yeah, uh i, th- I, I think, do I like fingertips That's a good, that's a good tie-in. song i think that's a good tie-in for this particular, for this artist peter wins the tie-in award so far <laughs> clap your hate
0: Stevie Wonder is—he's one of the—I was gonna say—he's one of the bigger, like, <laughs> people, uh, you know, musical artists of the 20th century. But you know, the whole big thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he got started at a very early, early age. It was it 11,
1: I think, 13, yeah, yeah. around
0: there, um, when his first hit came out. And since then, he's still doing stuff today, apparently, too. So
1: yeah, yes. he's he been just, going for
0: a very long time.
1: He just. Uh... Oh, who did he have a song with? It was some awards show, and I don't know if it was, like, a new song that he collaborated with someone. Oh, I don't know, but I was watching an awards show, and it was a song with him and some artist from some completely separate genre, and I was just like, uh... Hmm. But it was a new song. So, yay for him for doing new stuff.
0: It wasn't that song from Mulan or whatever?
1: (laughs) No! It was, like, the 90s! Come on, man. I don't know if they
0: were, like, just performing it. They're just something.
1: redoing it. <laughs> God. Um, but, yeah, Stevie Wonder, despite weight uh, gain, has not shrunk in size in our hearts. That's true. Um
0: And hasn't he been with... Look, i was trying to think, like... I don't know how old he is now, but, I mean, if he started when he was...
1: 60s, probably late 60s. Then,
0: right? And he's still with Motown today. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is crazy, because pretty much everyone who was with Motown at the time, you know, has moved on, mm-hmm. whether they died or moved to a different record label or just stopped making music. But he's still there, so, which is pretty crazy. I'm trying to think how many years that is, but he's probably the longest running Motown person of all time. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who was the first person that came to your mind,
1: Kyle? Uh, for me, I would probably have to say Aretha Franklin. Oh, only yeah. Because similar to Stevie Wonder, she started off really young. I mean, she was never like rail thin. Um, but... Well, curvy, maybe. Yeah, there you go, curvy. That's
0: a, that's a different subject altogether.
1: Yeah. So we should uh, have an
0: episode about the the female soul singers with the best curves. Oh my also, god! That okay. Sounds really sexy. Okay.
1: Okay, uh, this is completely separate, but we have to talk about this because I just happened to stumble upon this. Hold on. I, how do I send things to you? Ah, is this for the show or is this Yes, software? No, this is for the show. Okay. okay. How are they you, gonna see it? Are they not we're gonna you're gonna read it and we're gonna talk about it. Right now? Yes. All it's right. it's, oh, it's okay. relevant, it's relevant, trust me, it's relevant.
0: Oh they just said it wasn't relevant.
1: No, it's in- All incredibly right. relevant.
0: So this is from the newsnerd.com. I'm opening an article here right now, live on air. And the heading reads Patty Labelle arrested after fist fight with Aretha Franklin. That sounds amazing.
1: They're right. I just like literally just stopped all thought process processes just to. Um, jump on so this. they
0: apparently ran into each other backstage at an R&B soul concert, um, March 20th, So this was a while back. Okay. How um, did apparently, we not okay, did so we guess, cover this? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I we apparently missed this, but um I guess uh it says LaBelle attempted to approach Franklin to resolve their outstanding issues, uh, which I didn't know they had. But Franklin once again turned up her nose. Onlookers say LaBelle quickly removed her wig and earrings as she approached Franklin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, just- Okay, I'm quoting from the article here. This okay. line, Aretha, knowing that the removal of earrings is a telltale sign that a fight is about to ensue, attempted to prepare herself for the confrontation. Um, so, when, women of the world, when you take off your earrings- it's gonna go down.
0: Yeah, well, it's good, good advice for you guys, too. So, if you fist off your woman, then yeah, you know, make sure she keeps her earrings on, or you're <laughs> gonna get your ass kicked. Pretty much. Um, so, apparently, they apprehended uh, Patty LaBelle and charged her with assault and battery, and she was released on a $10,000 bail and will appear on nope. court on A
1: $10,000 LaBelle.
0: LaBelle. <laughs>
1: LaBelle. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I didn't know this happened. This is actually pretty funny.
1: Uh, and this it's is... a perfect tie-in, because, un- at least according to these recent photos, neither of them are very small.
0: Well, yeah, you were telling me before we started the show, um, Kyle, that you were thinking about talking about Patty LaBelle as well.
1: Yeah, I just... So, reason, actually,
0: you were just telling me something about her, like, ten minutes ago.
1: Yeah, the reason she came up, and it's a good tie-in for this episode, is I've been keeping up with the newest season of American Horror Story. It's called Freak Show. And she actually plays a minor character on that show. I don't want to spoil anything in case you guys haven't caught up. But um, yeah, you can keep an eye out for her in that in this new season.
0: Cool. I'm, I'm wondering if this is...
1: If this is like a gag I'm wonder,
0: thing? I'm wondering, is this a gag thing? I thought this was real. I don't know. Because one of the related articles on the site says, Aretha Franklin trips over left breast, files $10 million lawsuit. What? <laughs>
1: um what wait 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 does anyone bother to read the whole
0: p- oh we so can't. it's a we, site, we were site mean, we were live f- on air
1: we, we were defunct aww myth funkers that's we should probably uh and we'll keep it in funny. We, I funny mean, we'll, we're gonna redact this entire thing because we're idiots
0: well it didn't happen <laughs> but we
1: <laughs> but we wish it did
0: <laughs> oh my god I love the the, oh. the fact-checking on this show. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that basically I just see something on Google and I'm just like, yes!
0: Well, there's always the assumption that if it looks like a real news site, then it's real, but that's pretty funny. I, I like that. I was, so we'll, we'll just imagine that happened. Also, that explains say, how I, we missed it.
1: I was going to say, after reading that particular line that I read, I was just like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> I thought that whole thing was serious. <laughs> well, on that note, um, we'll, let's see. We should probably come up with a song
1: to for talk about of, for to mention them.
0: for both of them.
1: Well, I guess um, for Aretha Franklin,
0: we need to come up with a punny song for each of them.
1: The, oh my God, I got it! She oh, did God. a cover of "The Weight." <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we're totally gonna play that. That's a great one. Nice. Um
1: yeah, she did a cover of the weight by I think it was originally by CCR, I don't know.
0: Um uh, maybe.
1: Oh the band. It's by the band, the band.
0: Oh right, yeah. Right, right. That's not. that's awesome.
1: And um and for Patty Labelle.
0: Well one one of her songs we did talk about recently, and we don't have to do it again, but um didn't we just talk about Lady Marmalade a few episodes back? We did. Yeah. Um that was by her, but we that's cheating, we just did that one.
1: This is true. <laughs> there she has a song called Deliver the Funk.
0: Deliver the Funk? Yes. Well that's a tie in because that's what we do on the show. <laughs>
1: worst (laughs) tie-in you've 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 had both the best and the worst (laughs) tie-in that is a record
0: i don't know i think the weight was better than fingertips
1: yeah the weight was pretty good that's pretty good i I gotta admit (laughs) (laughs) we're terrible people uh she does have a song called unpredictable and she was unpredictable to have started a fight
0: but that didn't happen
1: this is true this is she was as unpredictable as our ability to source things.
0: We'll play Deliver the Funk because we already said that.
1: We're basically the onion of funk news.
0: <laughs> The funion.
1: oh my god that was racist in more ways than you know
0: wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) that was uh okay (laughs) yeah that that no (laughs) is that even i guess that's a thing that people it's
1: it's a bad stereotype
0: i don't Yeah, it's not usually the one i think of but i know it's it's one of those not that i think of them
1: it's one of those lesser known ones i think it was more of a product of the 80s than a product of any sort of subculture thing, hmm. um. But yeah, uh, let's see. A, oh,
0: you were telling me that Al Green might be fat, but you weren't sure.
1: He, I know that because I know we talked about him before about how he completely dropped out of the face of the music business. You know, turned reverend, did gospel stuff, all that. He still is, right? Still is, still alive. I mean, he's bigger, but and the only reason I thought it was worthy of mention is because of how incredibly skinny he was when he was popular. I mean, one of his most famous albums is basically him shirtless. And he's fit, but he's like... Was that
0: Let's Stay Together? No.
1: Yes. Maybe. I think. Or it might have just been his greatest hits. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I think Let's Stay Together just had him in a suit. That's um, true, yeah. Yeah, his greatest hits album, the one with it's has like got like a maroon background... Um, oh that one yeah is him shirtless and he's fit but really skinny and of late being an older gentleman now i guess we would we, we, we might have, have to case.
0: argue this one though because like are we going to like differentiate between just natural progression of weight over time like that all people get
1: this is true um I mean, versus
0: ones that like went beyond the uh
1: the nor- this normal scope of weight gain yeah. this is true um, I mean,
0: he doesn't look that big. He looks pretty good yeah, actually. Yeah. He's
1: not exactly, like I was saying. He's not like obese. Right. But he's definitely not his skinny younger self. He's like the average size for like an older guy. Okay. I was I just wanted to contrast it because of how skinny he was back in the day.
0: Right, yeah. I hear you. Um, so I'm trying to look quickly through some songs of his to see if I can find
1: a relevant one.
0: A relevant one here.
1: I do love, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that realizes because I listen to a lot of his songs, like, almost half of his songs start off with horns. Like, if you really mm. listen to, like, a bunch of different songs of his, they all start off with horns. And I assume it's a trumpet or something, but... Hmm, interesting. They all start Like, before off the, the singing same- starts? Mm-hmm. They all start off the same way. It's obviously mm. something he'd he like to do. But it's almost to the point that, like, because of that, I'm not able to differentiate the different songs within like the first five seconds.
0: Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, I can't really find a good one.
1: We could do "Lay It Down" because since he's an older gentleman, he probably has to lay down more. That's true. <laughs> and I think that's actually off his newer album because you know yeah, he released an album in like 2008. In like yeah, yeah. Mm. Which cool. is relevant because he's an older guy now.
0: Well see he did also on the album he did a song called Stay With Me by the Sea with John Legend, who we've also talked about recently. Nice. That's cool.
1: I like John Legend a lot.
0: Me too. And he's not old or fat. But we'll (laughs) say his name anyway. Lay It Down. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, okay well here's here's a bit of a different example from what we've been talking about that i wanted to bring up because i forgot about this um oh
1: my god you know who we didn't talk about rick james go look him up he actually
0: did get pretty big i, I, I think a that. lot
1: of that had to do with drugs but he got big
0: that yeah he did actually that's a good that's a good one i didn't think about him
1: sorry i was just looking up people and i looked him up and it was just like whoa well now we
0: gotta now we gotta talk about him sorry that's okay
1: um yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to speculate here, because he did pass away in 2005, but he didn't look his best, obviously, prior to that. A lot of weight gain. Yeah, Just he, yeah. Drugs got the best of him, for sure, unfortunately.
0: Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
1: Seriously. Which is weird, because usually cocaine, because of it's a uh, stimulant, makes you like hyper and, and don't, uh, speeds your metabolism up, so you don't have to eat as much. Usually, cocaine guys are like stereotyped as like you know, wiry, skinny little guys.
0: Yeah, well, don't people who get messed up on drugs usually aren't they really like emaciated and all skinny? Usually, and... I mean, it's, I'm I'm
1: probably thinking more heroin too. They they're yeah. always pretty emaciated. See, I don't,
0: I don't know my drugs well enough to know what yeah. makes you fat, and what makes you skinny.
1: <laughs> Tell do us on our dr- Facebook page. <laughs> do you do drugs? Yes, so many drugs.
0: <laughs> what is that from?
1: I don't know, some meme on Reddit.
0: Okay. Uh, well. Tell us on tell us about drugs on our Facebook page if you. <laughs>
1: this is not a this is not a sting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> tell us about the types of drugs you do. We won't tell, tell us about before. the
1: time you did drugs. <laughs> Please provide information of location and date. <laughs>
0: See, even if we were, like, feds or cops or whatever, we would be
1: like the worst feds ever. It, yeah, it would be like that movie Cop Out. Or. Oh. <laughs>
0: damn um let's see I'm trying to find a good song from Rick James um I'm a terrible person what well I thought like cold-blooded I was like well he's cold-blooded because he's dead (laughs) 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 which is fucking awful
1: (laughs) okay we're using it wait a minute that is the best one of the night (laughs) he's cold-blooded because he's dead it's so bad. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Fine. <laughs> oh my god. I can't okay, find so a better yeah, one anyway, so we'll go with that. We're, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> play some "Cold Blooded" by, by the Dead Rick James.
0: Okay, well, the one I wanted to talk about a few minutes ago yeah, sorry. was um, uh, the Weather Girls slash Two Tons of Fun. Oh, that doesn't count. Well, okay, that's why I was saying it's a bit different because, it, but it's at least real worth bringing up. I'm surprised uh, because they kind of like capitalized their whole persona on being fat at I the time reason. of their uh, popularity, which is a bit different. Um, I don't know how they got later in life after that. I mean.
1: They actually got skinny, let me see. I don't,
0: yeah, I don't know. That would be funny. Well, yeah, their original name was Two Tons of Fun, referencing the the two women of that were each weighing a ton. But the, they later changed their name to um, The Weather Girls after they released A Training Men. I don't remember why they changed their name based on that. I think mm-hmm. they just, like, because they are were they're kind of a one-hit wonder with that song, so I think they just wanted it to be more memorable, I guess, mm-hmm. for who made it or something. But um uh, they were pretty big, and that song is the only one I can never think of that they did. <laughs> Although I'm sure they, no, you know what? I think we can probably find a better one. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that like in their early discography, like they mm-hmm. had songs that were like more of like the whole "we're fat" theme. <laughs> cool. Um. Oh, apparently they have a song called "I'm Gonna Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair." They also have one called "Sounds of Sex." Okay, well none of none of their uh, none of their bigger singles, no pun intended, have anything to do with being fat. So we can play uh, "It's Raining Man if you want. Just okay, I guess. Apparently they have a Best Of album from 1985 called Mega Tonnage. Huh. That's thought that's awesome. worth saying. Okay, go ahead.
1: There's an artist, I want to say it was one of the Neville brothers, but I'm not 100%, so I gotta look it up really quick, Okay. that released an album pretty recently, and I remember seeing him on the cover and I was just like, wow, in his old age, he is a lot bigger. <laughs> and now I have to find out, remember who that artist was.
0: Which Neville brother was it? Uh,
1: How many brothers are there? There's the Neville brothers. I forgot. There's Aaron Neville, and there's another one. I don't remember the name of the other one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I know Aaron Neville, but... I don't uh, think he's that.
1: No, I know. I don't think it's him now that I'm looking him up.
0: Oh, I forgot. He used to be... He's all, he used to be all muscly. And, oh, you know why? I think the thing with Aaron Neville... See, while you're looking this up, I'll just fill in yes. the airwaves here. I think he's one... And this is actually... You know what? This is a topic that... I thought of way, way, way back, and I forgot until just now, Uh but I don't think there's enough to fill it up um, in a full episode, is um, he went to prison, I think, at some point, like, before his, like, musical career, Mm -hmm. like, I think maybe he was in, he was a teenager, he went to jail for crimes or something, and, like, he turned his life around after that and became, like, a famous singer and stuff. Really? Yeah, if I remember, remember correctly.
1: No, but I got nothing. I thought it was Billy Stewart, but Billy Stewart was pretty big in his, when he was popular. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember it right now. That's annoying me. I'll try to think of it throughout the show and then blurt it out at the most inopportune time. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Burke. That's who it is. Hold on.
0: Why did you think it was one of the Neville brothers?
1: I don't know. I always get a lot of those guys mixed up because they're kind of from the same early 60s era. Did yep.
0: Sol- oh, Solomon Burke did get pretty big. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Wow, he got... Wow. Okay. Told well, you, you listeners can look up. You uh,
1: look. He looks like look the up... black version of Kingpin from Spider Man.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, he wasn't like super skinny like back in the day. Oh. Uh, but he wasn't like fat, you know.
1: Yeah. He, like, was he, was, just... he was. He was. You know, stocky.
0: Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't yeah, like now. Nah, wow. I,
1: I, the reason I remember that is because he actually had a fairly recent album. It was like three or four years ago and i saw him on the cover of that album and he looked a lot bigger
0: was it called still big
1: (laughs) i don't know what it was called i will look that up
0: maybe we should play a song from that album
1: Uh, i will look up the album so i can remember what any of the songs were (laughs) um yep here it is uh don't give up on me 2002
0: oh uh, that's not that recent but no better uh, than the 60s we should probably play
1: the title uh, song from this album because it looks like it's the most popular um yeah don't give up on me came out in th- 2002 it's got a picture of him on the cover looks like in the recording studio which is where i was just like wow he got big uh but he's he was still going i don't know since we like to pronounce people as dead on this show that aren't i'm gonna look up and see whether or not he passed away hanging there baby or later, I know I'll get it right. Please don't give up on me. Oh, please oh, don't give up. He did pass me. away. He actually. Oh, man. Passed away uh, October 10th, 2010, so not too long ago.
0: Oh. That was yeah, just... that's a shame. I have to do math. Was that four years ago? Yes. Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Well. He lived seventy years and gave us many good songs.
1: Indeed. Um, so yeah, there's that's there's, there's a good mention. I mean, it's a shame I assume I mean seventy years old is nothing to sneeze at, that's pretty old. Yeah. But eventually stuff like that, you know, old age and weight, all that catches up with you.
0: Oh. This the the transition here is terrible, but okay. um <laughs> someone else who died within the last couple of years, I think, mm-hmm. who looked like hell in her later years was um Andrea True
1: oh I don't even want to look that up I'm gonna look it up anyways (laughs) yeah I mean she seemed
0: fine or whatever like when she was actually singing during the couple years that she was doing so in their early
1: Uh, 70s but she uh,
0: (laughs) yeah she um
1: she looks like the witch of the waste from Dowell's Castle oh my god
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah, only, only she, Miyazaki
1: uh, nerds are gonna get that because I just watched that the other night.
0: That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she uh, looks awful. I remember because uh, she was in the movie. It was a documentary about like the porn industry really? because, and it, uh, I saw it in in school. A few years back what <laughs> in, in film school we were we were watching a it was i don't know what class it was, but we were watching
1: porn class <laughs> no, it was a
0: documentary it was it was it uh inside deep throat earth i think
1: that's what wait what
0: <laughs> it basically talks of, it was like a documentary about the porn industry and like how it's evolved from like in the seventies and stuff it was like actual like actors or whatever trying mm-hmm. to actually like act and like make porn and then like they started introducing like some of the more hardcore stuff as time went on um in the late 70s early 80s and basically hardcore, from so. then into the 90s it just became like the point of the documentary is like it's just like it's become so like completely mindless and like talentless compared to like back then there was actually they argued that like they actually. There was, like art, put, there was
1: an art form to it? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
0: You know, that's take true. that, you know, make of that what you will. Uh, that's just what the movie was about. And
1: Now it's just like, let's drop a GoPro to a guy's dick. <laughs>
0: um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do not and I hard.
0: completely mistyped the name of the movie into Google because you were putting words in my brain. I was putting things um, in your brain. But somehow what I'm actually trying to type is worse than what you told me. Um, yeah, that movie was, um, inside deep throat from 2005. Mm -hmm. And they, a lot of what they talk about is the 1972 porno, um, deep throat, which they argue is like the turning point, um, that we were just talking about. So yeah, if you're interested in that, go watch that. Oh, the reason that was relevant, I almost forgot to tie that in, um, is because she is one of the people interviewing in that movie. Oh. And she looks like... And this is like, you know, only some number of years ago, so obviously this is near the end of her day, so this was in her heyday, obviously, so she looked really bad. <laughs> and I never would have even tried to recognize her if they didn't have like her name on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who don't know, every time we bring up... We, it's kind of eponymous with her, but uh, she she was a porn star who who turned singer. turned into a disco singer for a few years and then went back to porn, and then that's that's all she wrote. Um, but yeah, she's I, I don't feel bad saying that she's a good example of someone who completely
1: let lost lost
0: yeah, yeah, let herself go. Yeah. And I think part of that was probably part of that probably has to do with like you know, your your self image, you know, as a porn star is obviously very important. And then once you age past you that pretty much lose all of then that. you just lose all of, you know, your will to yeah, look good. And then,
1: yeah.
0: What is that? <sighs> I can never say that word. Don't hurt yourself. What's that? What's that number thing that they say? It's like the average person in porn only lasts like eighteen months or something. Oh. Something like that.
1: Like their average, like stint. Yeah. I know males last like forever because it's just a penis.
0: Pretty much. Yeah, I think uh. the thing with female, with women with porn is like they can only last like pretty much like maybe a little over two years just because like it destroys their body to do that yeah. and stuff like that. So um, Plus like, I think it's also has to do with like, they're very specific about like your age too. Like true. once you're past like 25, whatever, yeah, basically then you're done. Pretty much. Um, and I know that she, uh, Andrea true after she fell out of the disco scene, I think after that, in the early 80s, she tried to get back into porn again, but by then mm-hmm. she was basically done, so I don't think it lasted very long. So, I'm sure she got depressed. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> what other names did we have written down? Did you um, write down before the show? The only shared? other
1: one I had, but that's kind of nebulous, I, well, it's not really nebulous, but, um, that's relevant, is B.B. Uh, King. Oh, yeah. Um Only because when he started... He started, like, really young, really similar to, uh... Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, thank you. And he... his The BB in BB King actually stands for Blues Boy, because that was his um, original sort of moniker. Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, the only reason I know that is because I actually have a really old 78 from him, and, you know, Mm. I think we talked about this before... When they made records in the 40s and 50s, they made these records that spun at 78 RPM, and they're they're smaller than your regular 33s. But I have one from BB King, and it says BB quote Blues Boy King. Ah, uh, okay. Um, cool. But yeah, when he was young, he was just an average-sized dude.
0: Yeah, I'm actually looking back, and he doesn't. He seems yeah, pretty average-sized.
1: But yeah, it is later. Maybe kind of skinny, but. He blew up into Balloon Boy King.
0: It's weird though, because like when I see like BB B. King now, I don't think like, oh man, look how fatty he is. He just seems like it, it a seem- big guy yeah. with a guitar. It just, yeah, it just <laughs>
1: seems like it just seems like that's like the the, the epitome of his personality. That, that just seems
0: out. like who he is. You know, you don't. Yeah, think- exactly.
1: It's like just as much of his character as his guitar or anything else about him. Yeah. The reason I did want to mention that though is unfortunately I guess in a recent tour he collapsed on stage and he had to go to the hospital for a good while. I uh, think he's back home now. Oh, that does sound familiar. To, I forgot about that. He had to cancel a bunch of his tour dates, and I guess he's not in the best of health. I mean, hmm. I gotta give the guy credit. He, I think he's like 90. He's really wow. old. He was yeah, born he is in 1925. Really wow. So, he is a old mofo. But, uh, yeah, that was that was sad to hear, especially since he was just in a commercial for like toyota or something that's been airing around recently that i thought was kind of cool i don't remember the commercial some girl finds like a guitar in like a junkyard and tracks on the owner and the owner ends up being bb king and he signs it and gives it back to her
0: and then she drives away in a ford
1: in a a toyota corolla or something i don't know
0: that's a reason to buy it
1: (laughs) yeah right but yeah that's that's I mean, I can't really say if we if we were going to talk about people that got big we could honestly do an entire episode just on blues guys. I mean <laughs> Howlin' Wolf was like gigantic in, like, that, Yeah, you in know, I was family. actually
0: thinking about him like, like two minutes ago. That's funny that you say that um, um Well, wait, let's let's actually slow down for a second First of all, okay. we forgot to play a song by Andrea True
1: We did! We
0: got so sidetracked with porn We should do
1: more, 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 even because she ate more, more, and more cake
0: that's that's good. All right, you got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to help.
0: I think we realized that long ago that we're both going. So,
1: yep. If there's a hell below, we're all gonna I was it.
0: just about to say <laughs> A good song by um Isaac Kurtz Hayes Mayfield. Or...
1: Cur- Isaac Hayes. Come on, man.
0: God, Curtis it's been so long since we've done this show. Was it Curtis it was Curtis Mayfield. You're right, I'm sorry. What am I yes, thinking? Of- you. What I'm thinking of Isaac Hayes for something else. What did-, what did he do? Uh
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Speaking of Isaac Hayes, um, Something I wanted to mention, because I saw it on a, a, one of those websites that go on for, like, motion graphics. There oh, okay. was a, a series of really short commercials made for this uh, music player called the Sonos Music Player. It's, like, this set of speakers you put throughout your house, and it's, like, wireless connect wirelessly connected to your Wi-Fi. Okay. So you can play your music in different rooms. And they had these series of commercials that were really cool, where they have, like, a blank room with the speaker... And then they do, like, 3D motion graphics, and based on whatever song is playing, they have stuff appear on the walls and furniture that's kind of evocative of that song. That's cool. And they had uh, one for an Isaac Hayes song, and all of a sudden, like, this liquid gold started dripping out of the speaker and, like, coating everything in the room, and it looked really awesome. (laughs) If I can find it on YouTube really quick, I will send it to you just so you can... Well, read he them. he
0: has an album called Hot Buttered Soul, so are you sure it wasn't yeah, butter? Yeah, I, th- I
1: think that's the song they played, I swear to God.
0: Well, so Intro. was it butter instead of gold?
1: It was gold instead of butter. Sono. Speaking
0: uh, of butter, fat people.
1: <laughs> Relevancy.
0: Um, also, let's play a song by B.B. King as well so we can catch up here.
1: Oh, um, I guarantee I can I find something relevant for that. Let me see.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to you.
1: Uh... I was I was hoping he did a cover of one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer, but I don't think he did. That was, um, oh god, who was that? I don't know.
0: Well, we could play Let the Good Times Roll, because he ate a lot of rolls.
1: <laughs> okay, that works. God, Peter, goddammit! it. Okay. Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to send this to you. This is awesome. Okay. So,
0: Kyle just sent me the video. He was just telling us about... Oh, they're playing Shaft, and...
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, it is gold, okay.
0: See, you didn't mistake it for butter, or whatever.
1: (laughs) Does that look like butter to you?
0: No, it doesn't. (laughs) Although... I don't
1: know what kind of butter you're eating.
0: Butter is the gold of... The nature. The, the nature.
1: <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. I know, isn't that like a cool little commercial?
0: Watch that commercial on our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, we'll post it up for you guys. It's pretty cool.
0: Um, I can't think of any more names to talk about. Um, I can't either. But I thought you mentioned before the show um, Roberta Flack, maybe? Or was that just one that you I thought? mentioned
1: Diane Warwick, but after looking her up, she really looks pretty good for her age. I don't know... She's to
0: honor that. that she didn't get fat, we're not going to play one of her songs.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, if you look her up, she doesn't look bad, like, at all.
0: I mean, not she looks Wannabe. old, but she doesn't look big. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So. She just looks like an older version of her young self.
0: Oh, and you were telling me, I just saw a thing here that reminds me, that you were telling me apparently she was doing palm readings or something for a while?
1: I, I don't know, I don't want to say things without them being true. Well, I mean, I, I see, there, there's
0: show. totally, like, a bunch of pictures when she was, like, a psychic the psychic within on like tv or something
1: yeah i thought i thought it was crazy at first but i guess like after her stint in um music she also became like one of those tv psychic readers people when that was really popular in the 80s and 90s and then they all got debunked uh but i'm trying to research that to make sure that's true
0: wait but, but see i see a picture here of like a kit that you could buy called the psychic within it says all that it takes is an open mind and it's just like it's one of those as seen on T V products. Yeah. But I'm trying to see like what's in the what's in the Oh, here we go. Kit here.
1: During the nineteen nineties, Warwick hosted infomercials for the Psychic Friends Network, which featured which featured psychic Linda Georgian. The nine hundred number psychic service was popular and active from nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety eight. According to press statements throughout the 1990s, the program was the most successful infomercial for several years, and Warwick earned an excess of $3 million per year wow. as the spokesman for the network.
0: Those psychic people have money.
1: They take advantage of people's insecurities.
0: <laughs> if you're a psychic, don't listen to the show, because... you <laughs> might get yeah. mad. Um,
1: if they're psychic, they would know what I was going to say already. Oh. Heyo! Oh, oh, this is sad, hold on. Warwick's longtime friend and tour manager, Henry Carr, acknowledged in a 2002 Biography Channel interview that, quote, when Diane was going through an airport and a child recognized her as that psychic lady on TV, Diane was crushed and said that she had worked too hard as an entertainer to become known as that psychic lady. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That's so sad. I mean, it's- So did she, like, quit after that, or- I don't know. But it's even <laughs> more sad that, like you know, you spend years and years in the music industry, yeah. and yet you can end up becoming more recognizable as like the spokesperson for this cheesy talk uh, on you know what commercial about, um, show.
0: Good example, possibly Billy Mays. I was gonna say George, George, Foreman. George Foreman. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Because like no which... one knows him as a boxer. Yeah, he's everyone just a knows him girl as guy.
1: In fact, he was. He's in a commercial now that I'm seeing on TV. For this this thing called Invent Help, and he's like, he's always like, you know, all my friends ask me, George, how do you come up with your great ideas? I just call Invent Help, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it probably helped that you were like a million dollar earning boxer.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it was, I was actually wondering. This is such a stupid thought. I was wondering mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, like, do you think George Foreman actually has like a George Foreman grill in his house? Or does he just have, like, a I think, bunch of servants I think has, who cook him food?
1: I think he has furniture made out of George Foreman grills.
0: And they're all heated. He has a
1: couch shaped like a giant George Foreman grill.
0: <laughs> and it, like, warms him while he sits and watches his own infomercials on TV.
1: <laughs> He's just got, like, like like an entire, like, wall full of, like, VHS tapes of his commercials.
0: <laughs> because he uses VHS for some reason.
1: Because, <laughs> well, I don't know, they were popular in the 90s. No, I like
0: that, that's funny. <laughs> So maybe that's how he stays. Then is he by sitting on? He knocks out the fat. It knocks out the fat while he's sitting on the George Foreman couch. (laughs) That's genius.
1: And then all the fat, all of his fat that like drips down into the like that little reservoir thing, he uh, he collects it all and puts it in jars.
0: Well, I was, I, see, I thought, like, I was thinking maybe, like, he could burn that and, like, that's the lights, so he doesn't have to use
1: electricity. <laughs> oh my god, he has an entirely self-sustaining house because of the fat that he melts off himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the clean energy we're not tapping in America. We need to melt off all see, of our own fat. Well,
0: see, America's getting half of it right, but not the part where we turn it into energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we need to knock out our fat and then convert that into useful energy.
0: I can't think of a better way to end this show today
1: I not we either. just I think, said. I think, I think that's the, that, I th- our, that is our coup de grace. I think we're going
0: to have to put a cap on this now before we go we too are. far. If you like the show, um, I don't know if you did or not, whatever. Uh, we don't care. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash getyourfunk to learn more about your favorite Funker hits. We will go ahead and actually... Kyle, while I'm talking, why don't you post that commercial onto our Facebook page right now? Okay. As well as being part of the Facebook community for Funk Radio, you can also, I actually don't know if you can subscribe to us on iTunes. I actually tried to check this a day or two ago, but iTunes store, for me, seems to be broken. Really? I can't access anything. That is sad. Maybe I need to f- finally update iTunes, but I've been telling it no for like two years. Um, so, we might be on iTunes? I don't know. You can go see. Um, you can check by going to the iTunes store. And going to the podcast section and searching for Funk Radio, we might be there, we might not. Blah, 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 I don't know. You tell us on our Facebook page if we're on iTunes.
1: <laughs> Please do work for us.
0: Yeah, because we don't like to do work, that's boring.
1: Pretty much. Um. So yes, this has been your liquidy gold host, Kyle.
0: And this has been your...
1: Hot Butter Peter. F- hot
0: Butter Peter. I was going to say something about knocking out the fat, but that's better. Yeah, all right. Well, see you next time. If you want
1: to hear more awesome podcasts like this one, visit ecn.tv. Thanks for listening.